Welcome to the Level Up with KDB podcast. If you've ever wished you could get a glimpse inside the minds and lives of women who are masters at creating abundant and fulfilling lives, and you're ready to learn the secrets behind unlocking that in your own life, you're in the right place. Each episode, I and a series of guests uncover the secrets behind creating the life you can't stop fantasizing about. I'm Katie B, human design coach, airline pilot, CEO, and crazy cat lady, and I am so happy to have you here. Welcome to episode six of the Level Up with KDB podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here again in this space. Today, uh, I'm sharing with you a solo episode. We are going to dive into what exactly human design is, how I came to use it in my life, how you can use it to optimize performance in your life, and how I've come to learn that it works. Like, what evidence do I have to know, to trust that human design actually works. So I guess the first place to start is how I even started working with human design myself. And it all started with my performance anxiety in my aviation career. So in my early days of my aviation career, I felt the stress and overwhelm and performance anxiety related to the check-in training of my work life. So as pilots, we get assessed really regularly. And I had had some experiences in the earlier days of my aviation career, which had left me with, I would say, micro traumas from the way I was treated in some checking experiences. So the examiner, their behavior kind of left me with some pretty heavy emotional scarring. And I carried that through unknowingly into the early days of my airline career, which affected me on not just a work level, not just in regards to the assessments that I was having at work, but I was it was seeping into every element of my life. So in the months leading up to my checks, I was experiencing stress, overwhelm. It was affecting my day-to-day life on a level that you just shouldn't be experiencing. (laughs) It was exhausting and it was super disappointing because I loved flying so much, but I was becoming really tired and a little bit disillusioned, I guess, with, with my work life because I was so stressed all the time. So I went off to see a psychologist to see if I could get to the bottom of the reason why I was experienced performance anxiety when it came to my assessments at work. And that was really great. I was offered a lot of help in terms of understanding why I was experiencing the performance anxiety, but I didn't really get any tangible tools that I could use on a day-to-day basis or to actually use in the heat of the moment when I was experiencing the performance anxiety that was so debilitating in my checks at work. So after becoming aware of sort of the root cause of my performance anxiety, I then went on a mission to try and solve that, (laughs) to try and eradicate the root cause of why I was reacting and responding in a way that was really unhelpful for me in my aviation career. 
I started with hypnotherapy and that was after a suggestion uh, from a good friend of mine. We were out for lunch and she was like, oh, I used to use hypnotherapy when I was at uni. It was amazing. And I was like, huh, I never thought of that. So I dived into hypnotherapy and that was a game changer. I then learned about emotional freedom technique, which is also a beautiful way to help support your nervous system to move through any unwanted states in the moment. That emotional freedom technique is an incredible tool to use in the moment. And then I also learned about uh, neuro-linguistic programming and started making really important lifestyle changes and building habits into my day-to-day life supporting me in having a more calm and less stressed lifestyle. These were the tools that supported me in overcoming the anxiety and stress that I was experiencing at work. And I started finding more balance with my nervous system and experiencing more stability. And ultimately, it helped me relieve the tension around my performance anxiety, not to say that I eradicated it completely. I still experience some nervousness, but I truly believe that when you get nervous about assessments, it's because you actually give a shit. And I think that that's quite good. You know, if you've ever seen the stress curve, uh, there is a point where stress is unhelpful and there is a point where stress is actually helping you optimize your performance, helping you stay focused enough to achieve your goals. So I don't believe that eradicating stress is necessary, but in my situation with my performance anxiety, I really needed to get it under control. And so, yeah, hypnotherapy, EFT, neuro-linguistic programming, and then those lifestyle changes that I made were really integral parts of how I overcame that. And then, so once I got my life kind of back on track from the anxiety once I wasn't experiencing it on a day-to-day basis I realized just how life-changing these really simple tools can be and then interestingly enough I was listening to a podcast and this woman was talking about being a life and success coach and she mentioned all the tools that I had used to overcome my performance anxiety and I just thought oh, this is amazing because I had also been looking for Uh, another outlet, another creative outlet to spend my time outside of work on. And that was when I decided to become a life and success coach. So after becoming a life and success coach, after doing my certifications, I became a hypnotherapist, a neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, and an emotional freedom technique practitioner. I also do a technique called time techniques, which is a beautiful way to make changes to your unconscious without having to be in hypnosis. So that's a really powerful tool that I use in my coaching practice as well. Once I'd done that and I'd been working with clients with that for a while, I actually came across human design when I was listening to a podcast on about manifestation because I've always been super intrigued with manifestation and definitely wanted to I was always listening to podcasts about manifestation. So yes, I heard this girl, Jenna Zoe, speaking about human design and me being me, I got super excited, went down another rabbit hole and I actually did Jenna's um, training to become a human design reader. So this was where my personal development journey and my love of all things esoteric collided and I started working with human design. So what is human design? Human design is a synthesis of astrology, the Kabbalah, the I Ching, the chakra system, and quantum physics. All those beautiful tools, methods, sciences come together to help you learn how to work with your energy, 
in a way that promotes ease and flow in your life. And now I use human design both in my own life and to support my clients in forming like the foundational structures that help us, me and my clients maintain healthy, balanced nervous systems. So the bonus is that it also helps make your day-to-day life easier. So not only do you learn how to work with your energetic gifts in a way that helps you manifest with more ease, but it actually just helps you perform with more ease and live a (laughs) cruisier, more chill life. And who doesn't want that, right? The way that human design achieves this is by teaching you how to listen to and trust your intuition. It helps you understand your innate gifts and talents and know exactly when, what and how to spend your energy so that you can create more flow and It also helps you avoid that pushing shit uphill feeling. So it kind of removes the resistance around life by showing you how you're designed to exchange energy with the world around you. So I teach a four-step process to maximizing your human design for performance and life. So today I'm going to kind of touch on all of them, but there's a lot, right? So we can't, unfortunately, I can't teach you everything all in one podcast episode, but you at least have a good understanding of the tools that you can use on a day-to-day basis and where to start. So those four steps that I use are first, learning to turn down the noise, learning to dim the noise of external influence so that you can actually tune into the language of your body. Then understanding your energetic blueprint, the different elements of your your human design. Then through understanding your human design, we can start working on deconditioning and learning how to flow with your energetic blueprint to optimize your performance and optimize life. And then the fourth step is actually building supportive lifestyle structures into your day-to-day life so that you can just start using your human design. It becomes a really natural part of your the way that you live your life, the way that you experience your life and the way that you spend your energy. The reason that I know it works is because I've been working with it. I have been experimenting with it and Ra Uruhu, who is the creator of human design, called human design the human design experiment because he knew that it wasn't for any one person to kind of share the message and and have it laid out like this is the rules, this is how you're designed and it's my way or the highway. No, he wanted you to be empowered with the information and then go out and do field research with it, like learn how it works in your day-to-day life. Essentially, human design is the study of your energetic body. It shows you how to work with your innate gifts and talents and flow with your energy and listen to the wisdom of your body so that you can come into heart coherence. So to me, I had to try and make sense of this because why does heart coherence matter, right? And I had been told by a few different people, my kinesiologist in particular had kind of referenced the Heart Math Institute before. And once I started learning about human design, those sort of puzzle pieces started coming together. So if you haven't heard of the Heart Math Institute, they are dedicated to researching and developing reliable scientifically based tools that bridge the connection between heart and mind. And they have have some incredible research about our energy body. And the reason this is important is because I think a lot of people, when they hear about human design and and energetics, and we start talking about auras, people go like, oh, but is that even real? And the HeartMath Institute 
really have provided some incredible research and evidence to to show us how it is true and and that we actually do have control over how our energetic field operates. So they've discovered that the magnetic field produced by the heart is in energetic communication with the world around you. Our heart is the most powerful source of electromagnetic energy in the human body, and it produces the largest rhythmic electromagnetic field of any of the body's organs. The heart's electrical field is about 60 times greater in amplitude than the electrical activity generated by the brain, and that is measured in the form of ECG, and it can be detected anywhere on the surface of your body. As well as that, the magnetic field produced by the heart is more than 100 times greater in strength than the field generated by the brain and can be detected up to three feet away from the body in all directions. Now, that's an excerpt from the HeartMath Institute website just to help you understand that our aura is real, our energetic, our electromagnetic field is real, and it's produced by everything in our body is producing it, but our heart in particular has got the largest strength in terms of its energetic field. So the HeartMath Institute have also produced some research and some evidence that tell us that the timing between the pulses of the heart's magnetic field is actually affected and modulated by different emotional states. So they've performed studies that show the magnetic signals generated by the heart and how they have the capacity to affect individuals around us. This is the point where you can start understanding how the research, science and data collected from the HeartMath Institute relates to your human design. This is where they combine because understanding your energetic blueprint through human design helps you create more heart coherence or a higher state of heart coherence, if you like. And when you're in that state of uh, elevated heart coherence, That's when you start attracting opportunities and synchronicities that are meant for you. This is when you start affecting the quality of your energetic body. Your human design helps you understand your innate gifts. It holds information about energies that you inherently carry, energies that you process through your relationships with other people, and it also gives you tools practical tools that you can use every day to help that energy move through you, like move through you in a really easeful way so that you can stop feeling that resistance. The less resistance you feel, the more heart coherence you feel, the more you attract opportunities and synchronicities, the more your energetic field, that electromagnetic field that you have starts affecting the people, your environment around you in a positive way. In order to understand how you can use human design to affect your energy body and come into heart coherence, we just need to take a little bit of a journey into and a little bit of a deep dive into discovering the different elements of human design. So as I said earlier, human design is a synthesis of astrology, the I Ching, the Kabbalah, the chakra system, and quantum physics. All those beautiful things come together to create your human design chart. Some of the most important elements are your energy centers, of which there are nine, and these hold energetic themes. So, for example, your solar plexus holds the energy for emotions and creativity. Your spleen holds energy for fears and instincts. 
Your G center holds the energy for life direction. Your root, adrenaline energy. Your sacral, workforce energy. Your will center, which is also sometimes known as your ego center or your heart, that holds the energy for motivation. Your crown holds the energy for inspiration. Your arjuna holds the energy for processing information and your throat holds energy for communication. So your energy centers hold the energy for those different themes. Then you also have 64 gates. The gates in your human design chart have a close relationship to the I Ching. So the 64 gates hold energy for archetypal patterns of human behavior and conditioning. So a term that you will hear a lot when looking at your human design chart is activation. And activation references what has been activated by the planetary alignment at your time of birth and also 88 days prior to your time of birth. What will be activated is different variations of those 64 gates and based on the activation of those 64 gates that will also activate different energy centers. So another two terms that you'll hear a lot in human design is definition, so undefined and defined and anything that is defined is what has been activated. So there are a few terms in human design that are a little bit Um, I guess unique and take a little bit of getting used to, but basically where the planets were at your time of birth activates different parts of your chart, which then causes definition. And your definition flows on to tell us all the beautiful things. That's how we get the information out of your chart based on where your definition is. And anything that's undefined in your chart also holds a lot of information that helps us kind of see where you might be susceptible to more conditioning. And it's also the areas where you are more likely to learn the energies or experience the energies of those particular areas through your relationships with other people. So how does knowing all this help us step into greater heart coherence? The whole purpose of understanding the different elements of your chart is to help you create more flow in your energy body. So by understanding whether activation or whether definition or undefined elements of your chart are, we can then learn how you are designed to operate to to create more flow inside your energy body and therefore step into higher heart coherence and become that sort of magnet for all the things that are meant for you in this lifetime, a magnet for opportunities and synchronicities that are meant for you. Okay, so here's the real magic of human design. By understanding the basics of your chart, you actually are given some tools that you can use every single day to help promote this ease and flow in your energy body. The first tool that is just essential to start experimenting with and learning is your energy type. So your energy type is determined by the combination of your different uh, defined or undefined centers in your chart. There are five types. They are generator, manifesting generator, projector, reflector, and manifester. 
All of these types have their unique role to fulfill in the collective and have a unique way of expressing their energy. And by understanding your energy type, you learn how you are designed to to exchange energy with the collective and what your unique role is. You can think of your energy type as a starting point to your chart. So in astrology, your star sign would be considered the entry point to your, your natal chart. And in human design, it is your energy type is the foundational aspect of your chart, which is just the perfect place for you to start experimenting with your design. If you don't already know your human design energy type, you can download your chart from the link in the show notes on my website, levelupwithkdb.com or from the link in my bio on Instagram. Once you download your chart, there will be some notes that tell you what your energy type is and you can click click on your energy type and then there's an opportunity there for you to learn more information about your specific energy type. So the next tool that you can use on a daily basis is your strategy. Now, each energy type has their own energetic signature. And the strategy is about understanding the nature of that aura of that energetic field and how you're designed to move through life. So this is how you're designed to attract opportunities and synchronicities. If you imagine all the energy of the universe as a flowing river, when you understand your strategy, it's like you step into flow with the river. You you experience more ease and more flow and you start attracting opportunities and synchronicities with much more ease. And then we also have authority. So Authority is how we're designed to make aligned decisions. There are seven different types of authority and five of them are what's known as inner authority and two of them are known as outer authority. Without diving too deeply into it, essentially when you understand how to work with your authority, it helps you. This is one of the tools that helps you really learn to trust yourself, to make aligned decisions to know that you know better than anyone else what is best for you and help you start trusting that. So when you start working with your energy type, your strategy and authority, when you start experimenting with it and proving to yourself that, oh yes, life does get easier when I start flowing with my energy in this way. When I use these tools, I can see, you know, these things dropping in. I experience more heartfelt connections, more authentic relationships, my life feels more in alignment. Start experimenting with them so you can prove to yourself that it works. And then the more you use it, the more you step into flow, the more ease you create in your life. And honestly, that's where we get the maximum performance out of, you know, every area or every aspect of our life. You're going to experience more success in your work life and your business life. You're going to experience more success with your relationships because of understanding how to bring your energy body into a state of alignment and therefore bringing your heart coherence into a state of alignment, having a higher vibrational energy body your electromagnetic field becomes more aligned with the truth of who you are and what you came here to experience. And then that is how you start attracting all that goodness into your life. 
So I mentioned earlier that I utilize a four-step process to help my clients and honestly help myself really embody my human design and incorporate it into my life in a way that is really easeful and practical, to be honest. Like all this information is amazing, but if you're not using it and you can't see how to use it on a practical level on the day-to-day, then like what's the point, right? So the first step that I use to help my clients and myself learn to work with my human design is to start turning down the noise of external influence. So there is, I mean, I'm sure we can all relate to the fact that life is busy and that busyness I see as external noise. Other people's advice busy schedules, endless to-do lists, balancing relationships, self-care, having a social life, all of that busyness over time can disconnect us from our natural state of being because of the noise. (laughs) And this disconnection often leads us to say yes to opportunities that are not really in our best interest because we're not giving ourselves an opportunity to actually listen to our, our body's wisdom our human design, the language of our human design as it speaks to us through our body. So that's when we tend to overcommit our time and energy and put our own desires and well-being at the bottom of the priority list. And often we do this without even realizing it when that noise of external influence is so loud, we don't even notice, right? Until one day you wake up and go, holy shit, I am exhausted. I'm I've worked so hard. I have the job that I wanted. I've got the, you know, there's so much beautiful goodness in my life, but I am freaking exhausted. Like what the fuck? How did I end up here? And it's because that noise, that busyness kind of creeps in. It doesn't happen just just all of a sudden without any warning. It kind of creeps in after days, weeks, months of getting sucked into this loudness, getting sucked into the noise. And then eventually you can't hear the sound and the wisdom of your intuition, your body, your energy body. So that's why that's the first step of my process of understanding and working with your human design is to start working with actually just turning down the noise. I like to think of turning down the noise as a really easy process where there are four things that I like to do that help me do that to, to really come create space to come back to my own wisdom. And so just as a brief guide, those, those four things that I use are giving yourself space to actually, you know, we all spend a lot of time learning, working, studying being around other people, building relationships, but I don't know if many of us give ourselves space to actually digest and integrate any of that learning, those relationships, move through emotions so that we can experience the evolution that comes from being a human and having those experiences. So the first simple way to start turning down the noise is to actually give yourself space to stop doing, just start being, start integrating the things that you, the experiences that you've had in your life. The second way is to turn off from overstimulation of basically electronic devices. So many of us have become so connected all the time that it actually distracts us from creating 
connection with our own voice, our own inner wisdom, like I said before. And when this happens, we actually become quite reactive. We tend to not know how to sit still. We tend to always be searching for things to almost preoccupy us, to distract us from doing any sort of relaxing, any sort of, uh, like I said before, that integration moving through your breakthroughs. So the second step of turning down the noise is to actually turn down the noise of electronic devices, disconnect from your internet world, the world wide web, turn it all off, you know, disconnect, have really good boundaries around that so that you can stop being so stimulated all the time. The third way to turn down the noise is to slow down. Just honestly, we are all so busy. And I know one of my friends talks about rushing mum syndrome, where she's just like, go, go, go all the time, always rushing to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing. And I would love to, for everyone that's listening to perhaps get curious about what life would look like if we just let go of that schedule a little bit. How about maybe just not jam-packing the schedule so much, you know, creating space to just be creating gaps in your day where you haven't got just back-to-back thing after thing after thing that you end up feeling so rushed and under pressure to achieve. And then the fourth and possibly the most powerful is to say yes to yourself, to start saying yes to your own mental, emotional, physical, and energetic well-being in order to actually be able to tune in to what it is that you need. What do you need? Like, give you, treat yourself like your most beautiful, incredible, most loved best friend. If we all did this, I think many of us would be so much more in tune with our intuition, so much more in tune with what our body needs, and more able to kick ass, to be honest. Those are the four simple ways that I like to teach and use to turn down the noise of external influence. So then once we've done that, we've got ourselves into this place where we can actually start working with our energetic blueprint and human design. So yeah, the second step of of embodying and and maximizing your performance with human design is to actually start working with your human design toolkit. And let me just be clear, I have made up the term human design toolkit. Actually, I have heard other people reference it, but they seem to reference it in a different way. So for me, when I say toolkit, I mean your energy type strategy and authority. And I won't go into that too much more detail because I've already covered that. But Essentially, once you download your human design chart and start learning about your energy type strategy and authority, I really encourage you to just start experimenting, get inquisitive, like see how it shows up in your life, do the field research so that you can start proving to yourself that it works. And this is how I know that it works because I've been working with mine for like two and a half years. So I know that it works because I've built trust. I've built the evidence myself. And I would really love for you to do the same. I created a human design manifestation journal and that is designed for you to start your human design experiment. There is space in there for you to reflect on how your energy type strategy and authority show up in your day-to-day life. So if you are interested in starting to, to see how you can create more ease and flow in your life, how you can maximize your performance using your human design, then the human design manifestation journal, the Level Up with KDB manifestation journal is such a good way to support you in doing that. You can get that from the link in the show notes as well or off my website. 
So then the third step of starting to work with your human design, starting to maximize your performance through using your human design is to actually start the process of deconditioning and really learning to flow with your energy. So how human design helps you to start deconditioning, or I like to say shed the layers of conditioning, come back to the you that was you before life and your experiences kind of shaped and molded you. And the way that human design supports you in that is that it actually enables us to see more clearly the parts of your chart, the areas where you are more susceptible to conditioning. And once we kind of illuminate that, that's when we can do the inner child work, the shadow work, um, you know, hypnotherapy, NLP. There are so many beautiful tools and techniques to help you start shedding these uh, layers of conditioning to come back to your your baseline, like your natural state of being, which is where abundance and flow and purpose really lives. And then once you've done that deconditioning, although let me be clear, that is like a a process. That's a lifelong process, but it's layered, right? And so each layer we peel away, we kind of expose more of our authenticity, more of our alignment, and more of the good stuff starts to flow in our life. And then once you've done started doing that deconditioning work, learning to flow even more with your energy. So once you've kind of moved past the experimenting part of human design, Although, again, that's probably a lifelong journey. Once you've started understanding more about how it shows up in your life and how you can work with it, then you just start flowing with it a lot more. So that deconditioning and flowing with your energy becomes like a natural process that you can lean into and optimize really to help you create uh, yeah, higher performance and, and invite more ease and flow into your life every day. And then the fourth step, the final step that I like to use to help people learn to work with their human design is to build supportive lifestyle structures. So this is where we start having the conversations with the people in our lives, telling them, I mean, we can do this throughout the whole process, but I think by the time we get to this point, we've already built so much confidence that human design works. We understand how it shows up in our lives. And through that confidence, you kind of become more able to have the conversations with people in your life. Maybe it's, it's you know, if you're an entrepreneur, maybe it's the fact that as a manifester, for example, you know that you actually need to be employing generators and manifesting generators to help you bring your creative visions to life. Maybe it's that as a projector or a manifester, you need to start planning your work days where you do four hours of work and then have the rest of the time to rest and be creative. Or maybe it's as a generator when you start learning to really enforce your boundaries and and trust that following what lights you up is your path to success. And the same for manifesting generators. For reflectors, that might look like uh, allowing yourself to move through your emotions, to feel out your decision-making processes over a long period of time. There are lots of different ways that we can each incorporate lifestyle structures that really support us in embodying our human design. And as a result, stepping into flow with life and learning to attract all the opportunities, synchronicities, abundance that we desire by having that higher level of heart coherence.
I know that this has been a lot of information. I know that there is just so much goodness in this episode that you'll probably want to rewind and listen a few times to help you get a better understanding of really how you can incorporate human design into your life, the different aspects of it, and why it works. As I've said a number of times, it really is about just going in with an open mind and experimenting with it, like download your chart and start playing with it. Being part of this community is one of the best things you can do to help really see how it shows up in people's lives because a lot of the people that I interview on the podcast are either clients of mine that we've worked together in Consciously Create Your Life, which is my five-month human design immersion coaching package, or they're people that at least have awareness of their human design and have been working with it on some level. And so they have stories to show you how it shows up in their life and how they've experienced success through working with it, which I think is just really powerful. It's really interesting to see how this incredible tool can be used on a practical level. Well, lovely humans, that is it from me today. I am so grateful to be able to connect with you in this space and for you showing up and supporting the Level Up with KDB podcast. If you are interested in working with me in Consciously Create Your Life, which is my five-month human design coaching program, I do have one spot available at the moment. So Inside Consciously Create Your Life, we work through all the processes that I've spoken about today. And on top of that, you get to discover your purpose, build confidence in your innate gifts and talents. You learn to step into flow with the universe and magnetize opportunities and synchronicities that are meant for you so that you can experience more abundance, fulfillment, and really learn to level up, expand, and share your gifts without burning out. So if you are interested in joining Consciously Create Your Life, there is a link in the show notes there. If you liked what you heard and are keen to find out more, like, subscribe, and maybe you could even share the episode with a friend so that you can start leveling up together. Take care, stay safe, keep milking the shit out of life, and I will see you in the next episode.